Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. It's Tuesday. It's miserable outside, but we're here to provide some sunshine and brighten up your day. Al, what's up? I thought it was uh, getting better outside, no, Jerry? Well, I mean, it might be. Right now, I just went upstairs to use the bathroom. I looked outside, and it's dark, dank, and gray, and wet. Ooh, okay. So not yet. It is going to get good, but right now it stinks. I had somebody uh, that came into the radio station. I said, is it still raining outside? They go, no, it's beautiful out. Really? Yeah. Well, it hasn't come my way yet, so since or since we're wildly popular yeah. in New Jersey, perhaps at this point it'll be a little bit different. I don't know. I want to ask you a question real quick. Okay, go ahead. So Jerry Jones goes on The Fan in Dallas every single Tuesday. Yeah. Um, he goes on with uh, Sean and RJ, as you know, and they asked him about the trade deadline, which is coming. The Cowboys are 6-2. and two. They're playing very good football, as you know. Um, and they asked him, you know, the fact they haven't won since 1995, and they don't win. Which is unbelievable. In, right. And you think about how popular they are, and also you think about how many good seasons they've had that end up in just miserable playoff losses, which has been kind of <laughs> common. So he was on this morning, and they asked him about his sense of urgency. You've got a good team. You've got a great defense. Dak is back healthy. And he says this. Uh, I did not have the sense of urgency 10 years ago, but it does cross my mind now. Consequently, consequently, I don't have time to have a bad time. My schedule has tightened. I have a little less cruising time and a lot more doing time. And he went on to just talk about how he realizes he's running out of time as he turned 80 this week. Right. He's dying, Jerry. <laughs> well, we all are. Right, but, but he's getting closer. Yeah, it's funny, though, because we talk about this all the time. That we all know at some point the end is coming, and this is not to be depressing, it's just it's a fact, it's what it is. And he is staring it in the mirror now every day, probably wondering how the hell have we not won in 27 years? And he's had good teams, and he's probably wondering, well, if we don't win this year, am I even going to make next year? Right, because every year, every season he doesn't, that's a full year of yeah. his life that he's... Right. Like, you don't get a chance. They lose this year in the postseason, assuming they get to the postseason. You don't get to start right away and continue it. Like, you got to go through the whole process, and you don't start again until August, basically. And then you don't get that chance to win again until next February. Right. 
I was just, I saw the quote and it just, it made it like I took a double take out. I read it like three times. I'm like, that's depressing. Yeah, that is depressing. But also very real. And he looks like an old fella now. Yeah, he, um, you know, he's still very active. He still goes to every game. He still talks to the media. He still has all his faculties. But yes, you can tell he is not the same guy that bought the team, you know, about, you know, 1980, whatever the hell it was, 88, 89. He is, he's aged for sure. He's 80. So it, it happens to all of us. Yeah. And when you win uh, relatively early on in your ownership career, you think, I'll be back here again. Well, and if you think about the way the league changed with free agency, they might have won every year for a long time. I mean, the rules changed. And even still, he probably still thought it was easy and they would do it more often than not. And they haven't even sniffed it since, which is unreal. Look at us doing sports talk on the That's podcast, right. Jerry. Well, it's you know what? It's kind of like where sports and real life cross over. Right. Well, I'll, so keep, I, I'll keep that similar thing here. Uh, yesterday, I was seeing... Um, you know, more stuff about, you know, now Tom Brady's everywhere as far as like TMZ. This is all yeah. about Tom Brady and his divorce. Yep. And I know Tom Brady is in Tampa where I, I spend time as well. Do you think Tom Brady goes to the Mons Venus? No, I don't think he can. Do I think he'd like to? Sure. Do I think he can? Absolutely not. But do you, you can't, think? I mean, you can't walk in there as Tom Brady. No, not the Mons Venus. It's too open. You can't go into the Fonz Ninas. You you can't walk into a strip club if you're Tom Brady. But what if you set it up beforehand and you go, "Ah, uh, uh," like someone calls, it goes, "Uh, Tom Brady's going to be in later. Do you have a private room for him and 10 women? only thing I think you could do is set up something somewhere else. I don't think you can set it up at a place like that. Could you set it up in a hotel? Yeah. Yes. Where Where the ladies are, or men, whatever he's into, are brought into him? Yes. I don't think you can walk into that place. And there's no back doors in these places. There's no way. I I would find that very hard to believe. Yeah. But that having been said, if he wants to, go for it. Do you think Tom Brady might be interested in Chippendale's men? I have no idea. I don't know who anybody's interested in. It's a very different time. I don't know. Maybe. He could be very fluid right now. You're right. He was married uh, once. He's got children with two different women, but maybe yeah. it's time to try something new. I, I don't know the answer to that. For Tom so, Brady. Here's what I've learned. All Never right. assume anything. That is that is very 22 of you, Jerry. I like it. I don't think that's the case, but if it is, good for him. All right. Jerry, I got an email the other day. Let me see if I'm Just allowed Just one? To... Uh, Boy, well, this is from a, from a listener. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to use his name because I'm not sure if he wanted me to use his name. Okay. Uh, dear Alan Jerry, I hope this email finds both of you in good health. I'm 22 years old and a huge fan of both of you. I would probably describe my fandom of anything Alan Jerry related similar to what Al describes being like at 22 and consuming anything Howard Stern related. My question for both of you is, you guys obviously have smartphones, and I hear both of you constantly complaining about your over-reliance and general time-consuming usage of these devices. Based upon those complaints and observing society's obsession with tech and the ability to see content which is, in my opinion, morally wrong, pornography, I have a simple flip phone. Anyway, I was wondering if any of you guys have any content filters on your browsers and or time limits on your phone. I was also wondering if Jerry, who is a parent, does he make time limits on his children's devices? Does he have content filters on their browsers? I hope you can discuss this on an upcoming edition of the Post Game Podcast. 
Anyway, I really enjoy both of your work, and I hope both of you continue producing your enjoyable content. That's a very nice email. I am 22. Please don't retire anytime soon. Okay, well, you got to talk to Al more so than me because I still have a kid in seventh grade, so I got a long way to go. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. So he says, let me read this one part again. The ability to see content, which in my opinion is morally wrong, such as porn. So he thinks pornography is morally wrong to view. Well, I think deeply religious people do, yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, So he's he's saying that he's got himself a flip phone because he doesn't. If I'm reading into this, he doesn't want to be tempted to look Maybe. at porn on his it's, phone? It's possible. You know what's so funny about this is – not funny. What's interesting about this is more and more you read articles about how pornography can enhance relationships. Yeah. How more and more women like to watch pornography for whatever reason makes them feel good about themselves, I, whatever the case may be. There was an article – about a woman, um, I would say about a year ago in Manhattan, maybe maybe it was before the pandemic, I don't remember, where she was so proud of having multiple male partners and didn't understand, you know, the difference why society views men that have multiple female partners as, you know, heroes and women are, you know, deemed the opposite. Um, and then you've got a point of view like this, which I would think is coming from a very religious background, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just his upbringing, which is fine, too. And then there's a whole bunch of people probably like you and me that are somewhere in the middle. Right. You know, that don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Also not addicted to it. And, you know, but also, I don't know. Um, to answer his question, though, about uh, my kids, I will tell you that when Matthew first got the phone at like, I think we caved when he was 11. And his friends, and he was like the last one. A lot of his friends were getting the phones at 9 and 10. And I think we finally caved at 11. He did not have a iPhone or anything like that. It was just a basic cell phone where he could talk and text with his friends. We realized after a year, all right, all his friends are doing a lot more in terms of video calling and blah, 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 and apps. So at 12, I think we got him, I think the iPhone at 12, maybe third. I don't remember. Yes, Kim put some sort of a filter on it. But I think by 14, that was with the new iPhone he got. We did not. He was 14. It's enough. Um, And you just hope that you make the right choices, and it is what it is. Joseph is 12 right now. He's got an iPhone. We do not have filters on his phone, but I will tell you this about him. He's very rarely ever on his phone. Yeah. So we've never felt the need to. He's not a techie kid. He's, um, He's a sports kid and a video games kid, and he's really the phone doesn't mean a whole lot to him. So I think that answers the question. Yes. I do not have content filters on my phone, nor do I worry about screen time. Matter of fact, I'm very proud when I get my phone uh, report Mm -hmm. and it tells me how much less I used it from the previous week. I love that. Yes, I love that as well. Yes, I I get that. uh, uh, From the Apple products, it comes across on uh, Sunday morning at like 9 a.m. Me too. Look at that. Yeah. And it tells you like what was up and down. The other thing I have to keep in mind, like I get it on the iPad as well. Okay. But there are times like it really sucks because I like to see it go down as well, the time right. usage per week. But if like we're on a remote broadcast and I'm on my iPad for four hours, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> right. That. But, but it just kills my statistics. I was like, oh, mm. for sure. And then if you're watching football on your iPad yes. on Sunday, right. You know, that to me does not count. You know, that is just a different way of, of taking in media and viewing television. I don't, right. I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah, to me, it's like the, the the time wasted scrolling for no reason. Yeah, I agree. Now, I would say most of my wasted time scrolling, but I don't think it's wasted time because it's it's my, my news feed 
his his Twitter at work. My the hours between the hours of five a.m. Yeah. and I would say, yeah, really ten forty five when I'm not cutting tape. I mean, I'm essentially looking for news. I mean, so that to me is not uh, indicative either. To me, it's the the time spent between eleven a.m. and by the time I go to bed. That's what I really look at. Right. So I hope he answered your question. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have any filters on my phone either. I've also, I could tell you, I've never looked at pornography on my actual telephone. Right. Because that's, um, I've seen it on my iPad for sure. Right. But I've, uh, yeah, I've, uh, the, I've never even thought to use the phone for that. iPad's good enough. <laughs> iPad's <laughs> fine enough, Jerry. But I'm also happy that actual hardcore pornography didn't come out it wasn't it was out forever but it wasn't really available to me until i was 20 something years old 22 right. years old you know because sure. i definitely would have been sneaking i was sneaking watching the like the dirty movies on showtime on friday and saturday late nights and though that was just like nudity right and you thought that was oof. oh i couldn't wait for it. and i had to wait and wait to get to the nude scene <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't rewind I or anything. Yeah, I do. So Different I'm, time. I, I'm happy I didn't have that. Was I telling you about this uh, uh, re, um, documentary series I was watching about pornography? I think so, but I don't yeah. know. If, did you ever finish watching it? I did finish watching it, yeah. But it was interesting on there. So in, the, in um, Europe, it's going to get to the point, I don't know if it is already or it will be shortly, where... In order to access the porn sites, even the free porn sites, you'll have to enter your, you'll have to show ID. Real? Oh, so that they know that you're of age. Yeah, so that they know if you like that, that you're 18. And this well, other, who's gonna who's gonna actually keep tabs on that? I don't know how they are going to do it, but it seems like it's doable. Okay, Fair with enough. the technology they're using. All right. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um... The other thing that I thought was interesting, there was a guy with a wife and two small kids who is self-proclaimed addicted to pornography. Okay. So he has set up some sort of software on all of his devices where if he goes to a porn site, it emails his wife. Wow. (laughs) How about that? Woo. He says it really makes you think before you... Now, I wonder if he stumbled across it. Like, so on Twitter, I'll give you an example. Yeah. And this has happened in the newsroom many times, and it happened the other day again. So Ryan Presley is the closer for the Astros. Mm-hmm. So he said some things about, was it about DeGrom or Cinder? I forget who it was about. It might have been about, uh, I don't remember now, but it was relatable to something going on. Maybe it was about Aaron Joe. Oh, that's what it was. It was when they played the Yankees, when they closed out the series. Ryan Presley was the one who had the quotes about he couldn't believe the Yankee fans were booing Aaron Judge. 
So I went to YouTube and there was nothing there. So a lot of times you find these clips from the reporters, they post them on Twitter. Right. So I search Ryan Presley, nothing. And a lot of times you search the last name, the reporters don't put the first name in. So I'm like, all right, I'll search Presley. What could be so bad about searching P-R-E-S-S-L-Y, right? Right. Would you think? I would think that's pretty innocuous. The first thing that popped up, and he was the second thing, the first thing that popped up was a nude photo of Jamie Presley. Remember the actress? Oh, yeah. So, and I'm I'm Googling her now because I want to get her, what is it, IMDB, mm-hmm. right? Now, she is, uh, let's see, Jamie Presley, IMDb. Was it a real picture of her or was it like a yes. Photoshop? No, real picture of her. She's been, so here we go. She was in the show My Name is Earl. Um, she's been in several movies. She's a very popular actress. Yes. Oh, yes. I did not realize she's on, I think it's OnlyFans now. Mm-hmm. Is, that what it, is that what it is? And all these nude photos showed up. No, you don't say. How would, how would you spell that? <laughs> P-R-E-S-S-L-Y. <laughs> But for real, if you do it, it's like, so I'm curious if something like that pops up. Does it email his wife? No, I don't think so, because that was another thing they were talking about in this uh, documentary series is is how it's prevalent on Twitter. Like, Instagram doesn't allow it. Facebook doesn't allow it. Okay. But Twitter allows hardcore pornography. Right. And you can follow people uh, privately. You know what I mean? Like, like, so if you looked on my Twitter to see who I'm following, right? I could be following porn stars, or you just don't follow them. You just go to their page, right, you know? right, right. And how that, which is weird. Like, I don't know why Twitter would allow. Twitter censors like people's political takes, but yeah. they let hardcore, not just nude pictures, like hardcore pornography on there. It's weird. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's interesting. I, yeah, them? I don't. I don't know. Now I'm trying to see if this is fake and it was not her. But do me a favor. Are you in front of Twitter? I'm not logged in right now. I'm on my, I have my phone with me. All right. So it's don't worry. It's not going to be not going to be pornography. Right, it's soft core. Just just search Twitter Presley P R E S S L Y, and tell me if anything comes up. All right, Jerry. Because if not, then I don't Photos. know what the hell I was looking at. Yeah, uh, actress Jamie Presley. There's a lot of uh, photos of her in bikinis and such. You know, they're popping up on here. I don't have any nude ones, though, Jerry. You don't have them with the see-through and the netting? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see some nipples, but they're not, like, nude photos. Okay, fair enough. But, I'm yeah, telling you, you there, was, easily, there was more. But you had accidentally, like, you had typed in, uh, I remember looking for audio from players as well, where, like, uh, uh, gay porn stars popped up. Yeah, that was Mark Davis when I was looking for oh, Raider right. sound. <laughs> Apparently, he was a porn star in the 80s or 90s, and the first thing that popped up was a scene of of the other Mark Davis, yeah. and it was literally within seconds right after Amy Lawrence walked past my desk. Yeah, and there and you that are is, watching that's, gay porn. Yes, and that's like workplace, right? That's a violation. I would think so, yeah. Oh, my God. That, I, Dude. But this is the stuff that's out there. Yeah. And very easily, easily found. Very easily accessible. Yeah. How about that? So on my so. way home today, Jerry, sometimes you ever have something you want to listen to, like a longer uh, podcast, and you look forward to your drive in sure. or from work? Of I course. love that, having a podcast like that I want to listen to 
And then I look for like I remember I know like some mornings like especially driving in in the dark in the morning with a coffee. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I got a great podcast to listen to." So I uh I've I've downloaded the Howard Stern Bruce Springsteen interview. Okay. Which I uh, was reading went <laughs> 2 hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Okay. So I've got that to to uh Have you listened to any of it yet? No, I haven't heard any of it yet. So you're just going to start it now. I am going to start it on my ride home, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, that I would actually be interested in listening to. He also didn't, like, normally when Stern does an interview, or, they immediately post a ton of clips on their social medias. Yeah. There's one Bruce Springsteen clip out there. That's it. That's they all want they you to out. sign up. I guess so. Or it's they're, smart. like, really working on it, or maybe they had a deal with Springsteen where he's got to approve everything. You know, I don't know what the process is, you know? My guess would be, here's Bruce and Howard one time. Right. Here's a little snippet. Sign your ass up. Yes, sign up. Because I don't know how well Sirius is doing these days. I yeah. don't know how well or how bad they're doing. I have no idea. My guess is, though, with Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, yeah. free radio, I, it's got to be the streaming that's out there now, the apps, it's got to be killing them, I would think, and their business right. model. Probably. You know? Probably true. And I'll tell you real quick, because I know we've mentioned this many times, so I've been listening to a lot, this 92.3 HD2. Yeah. Dude, they... There's no commercials. Yeah, I popped it on the other day, but I was having it down by the shore. It was coming. It was like going and cutting out. Really? Yeah. Well, I have no issues where I am. Yeah, that's awesome. And HD it's two. crystal clear, yeah. and they give you the 92.3 liners in between. It sounds like I'm listening to 92.3. Yeah, but never get commercials. No commercials. No jocks, which I do miss. I yeah. don't need to hear a lot, but it, there's something about having a human person behind the microphone yes. every four songs. It's kind of comforting, but I do like it. Yes, I've been checking that out myself. I do like it as well. Look at you. Uh, also, if I may give another um, recommendation for a podcast, oh. I'm constantly mentioning Joe Rogan, but uh, he had Dr. Phil on. You told me that yesterday. Yeah, I'd like to actually listen to that. The The first half was more interesting than the second half. Why? What was different? I, I just, they got caught up in the weeds on statistics and oh, okay. all these things. Well, that's what happens when you talk to people for three hours. Yeah, I'm burned out on statistics. You know, because first of all, you never know where they're coming. Like so many times, people don't tell you the source where they're coming from. Like he was just big on. They were talking about you know, like kids and learning post pandemic and sure passing kids through high school that shouldn't be graduating, passing kids in college that shouldn't be graduating. And it was just like sixteen percent of this, thirty percent of this, of the twenty percent. It was just like I don't know what you're talking about. Well, with these you can spin it any way you want. That's yeah, why, right? It's really, uh, there are people that will find great value in a college education. There are others that will tell you you are a complete moron if you go to school beyond grade 12. Right. You know, it depends on who you listen to, what their story is, what advice they're going to give you. So, like, I'm going through it with Matthew right now. He's a senior in high school. He is unsure of what he would like to do professionally. And so he asked, you know, me and Kim if, you know, would we be disappointed if he waited in a year to go to Rutgers because he's not sure and doesn't want to waste a year, he's like, you know, if I just go to Brookdale for him, I'm like, fine, go, please. Fine by us. And I'm like, you know, if there's something else you want to do, you don't have to go to college. Like, if you want to be, like, my, my nephew is, a, is an electrician and he does very well. Yeah. Like, if you want to do that, go to trade school, man. Like, go learn your craft and start your own business or get a job, whatever. Right. And so, like, he's got everything. We've kind of laid it all out. Everything's on the table. I'm not... 
I'm not one that says you must go to college. You must go to graduate school. I think it's great if you do. I think if you don't, great. As long as you, as long as you have an idea and a path. Right. There's nothing wrong with what you so choose. Maybe he just wants to own a restaurant. Like he sees a very good friend of his, his dad. I don't think ever went to college, and he's wildly successful with like four different businesses. And you know, Matthew's like, well, why couldn't I do that? I'm like, well, you can. You just right. got to get the funding and figure it out and have an idea. So I think it's uh, different strokes for different folks. And it's funny listening to all the different avenues and suggestions and and opinions from everybody. I feel like I could have been a plumber if I was trained properly. You could, and you still could be. I will do that after I retire. Just become a plumber. And then you take the jobs you want. Right. I'd go in and be like, it's not looking good. These pipes are not looking good. All right, I'm out. But I could, uh, we'll we'll get you fixed. The only problem with the plumbing business yeah. is the bathroom stuff. I know. People's poop. I can't deal with that. I am I am fascinated by electricity. Yeah, but you kill yourself doing that accidentally. Yes. It's also very dangerous. <laughs> that is very true. I also like. I also wish I could do construction. Like I would love to build decks. That seems fun to me. Building decks? Decks and paver patios. I would love to do. That seems fun. What about this one? What about doing like tiling a bathroom? Ah, uh, that too. Yes, especially when I watch it on TV and yes. I see everybody doing it so easily. Yeah, when they're either, or either that or like doing the backsplash where you you putting those things up, then you put the the grout in and all that stuff, and it just sticks to it. Yeah, I know. You feel like an idiot. Like I'm paying someone to do that. Why can't I do that? But I remember when the when the guy came and did mine in uh, in uh, Basking Ridge, he had a cut the tile. It was constantly like with the saw yeah. cutting the tile. The wet saw, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, the wet saw. Yep, with the water, I know. I don't know if I could run a wet saw, Jerry. Oh, well, just look at YouTube. You can teach yourself anything these days. Uh, YouTube is fascinating. So I had trouble the other day. So I had enough of my... In my other house, I had a battery-powered you know, a leaf blower. I didn't yeah. need anything more. I did not have a big yard. It was perfect. So I bring that over to this house. But when we got here, I hired a guy to cut the grass. So I didn't really worry about the, the lawn tools, if you will. So the first year, we've got enough trees to where the the amount of leaves that we have is insane. So the first year, I paid the guy in November to do the leaves. He charged me $450. To my first thought was, are you out of your mind? My second thought was, after I saw how long it took him and his three guys, wow, $450, that's a bargain. The problem with that was, like three weeks later, more leaves fell. I didn't wait quite long enough. Okay, fine. So he comes back, he does it a second year, 450 bucks. Then the pandemic hits and I wasn't doing anything. I was doing it all myself. And so I realized I can't do this with this tiny little blower. So finally this year, I went out and I bought a Craftsman gas and two cycle oil powered blower. Easy enough. I set the thing up. Everything's good. The goddamn thing won't start. So I go to YouTube. Would you believe I put the model, the exact model of the blower in? And a guy had a video on how to start it for the first time because it's not properly primed. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Un- incre- and so it took me three minutes once I watched the video. I'm like, oh, so that's what I forgot to do. It was one switch I forgot to, to click on. And it was all good. It's just fascinating how everything you do, yes. there's something there to help you. So you can learn anything. You can learn anything. And my, I got to tell you, my parents, who were both in their uh, 70s, they're always on YouTube learning how to put things together that they buy. I think that's awesome. You know, that when you get some, like, let's use an example of like an Ikea cabinet. You gotta, sure. You'd be like, holy crap. We'll go, 
and the the instruction manual comes, it's always impossible. But you go to YouTube, people step by step do it. They put together a, uh, a they put together a um, their house. <laughs> yep, <laughs> couple they added a level to their house. <laughs> so they put together like a um, uh, one of those like bikes. Uh, an indoor, oh, like a Peloton bike? Like yeah, indoor, it wasn't yeah. Peloton, but, but it was some other brand that they yeah. got, probably from Walmart or something that came in a million pieces. Yeah. They fixed it right up. They put it right up based on the YouTube video. One thing I learned a long time ago, and I didn't use YouTube. I actually used the directions because YouTube wasn't huge with the directions with this stuff yet. I want to say this was like in, my God, 2000, I think it was in 2008 or nine. So we're going back like 13 years. We weren't in the other house all that long. Oh, so it was 2009 because we just moved in. That's, that's when it was. And um, we bought, like, a TV stand, like, yeah. entertainment center. I get it home, and it was 4 million pieces. And my first thought was, oh, hell no. And then I said, you know what? I remember the old clips. You know, brick by brick, you can build a wall. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to go step one. And until I get step one completed, I'm not going to step two. And God damn it, Al, it took me four hours, but I put that thing together, and would you believe that thing is still together? I have it in my basement now. See that? Yep. And you're proud of it. When you see it, you think, I did that. I am, but I also have had enough of it for 13 years. I actually wanted to get rid of it now. Oh, so time to smash it up. But I do think that when I see it most times. Right. I put that together. It took me four hours, step by step, but damn it, I did it. And it means more than if it, it showed up to your front door fully together. Yes, but my God, that would have been nice. Yeah, well, would have saved you that <laughs> afternoon. Exactly. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll see you uh, tomorrow, either from home or from the palatial WFAN studios. Scale of 1 to 10, because I would prefer to be in there tomorrow. Scale of 1 to 10, how bad did I sound? Uh, 1 being terrible, 10 being you sound fine. You know what? The warm-up, I thought you sounded pretty good. Your first update, I thought you sounded terrible. Yeah. And then after that, it, it sounded better. It's weird. It comes and goes. Right now, I'm all right. But... It's it's funny to hear you laugh when you're sick. Yeah, it's very high. You sound like, yeah, it sounds weird. It just It does not sound like you laughing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I noticed that moment of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Jerry. Uh, well, we'll see. I'll do what I can. All right, cool. You uh, feel better over there. Yep, thanks. Warm up next. See you.